despondent over how long you made me wait while you traded Pokemon for a solid five minutes before we started recording. You fully left your sandwich bread in the oven for a good ten minutes while you're watching a YouTube video, but you don't see me bringing that up on the podcast, now do you? You just brought it up on the podcast. That was a full Madison move. Did you see... Are you going to tell everyone about my diarrhea now? Like, what the hell? Wait, you have diarrhea? Not right now. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. Um, so... I was I was no, referencing I, when Madison yelled about the mudslide. It looked like a mudslide. Well, we told everyone it was a mudslide. Um, so today we're talking about season six, episode eleven. We built this Glee club. Um, I called it Sectional Six: The Revenge. The Revenge of Sectionals. Yeah. So let's see. Let's pull up the information here. Um, so it was originally. It originally aired on March 13th, 2015, with 2.02 million viewers, which is up from last week's 1.81. That is a lot more. I think think people realized that this was kind of the end. Um, We're getting there, y'all. So, this was directed by Joaquin Cedillo, who is not blue-linked on Wikipedia, and was written by Aristotle Kousakis, who is also not blue-linked on... What do you think Aristotle goes by day by day? Airy. Oh, it is a good name. You could also, I guess, go by Tot, maybe? Tot. Toddle. Stoat. Stoat? No. (laughs) But anyway, so, uh, yeah, but again, no idea who these people are. We've never, I don't recall these names at all. So this is new. These are new people. Um. Yeah. I don't know why they outsourced it here at the end. I'm not really sure. Maybe these are people who've been in the writer's room this whole time. Right. And they just now are getting the actual credit. Finally getting the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a good time to, like, get get your vanity credit if you want one. Exactly. Sure. So we jump right into the episode with a recap. Yes. Where we find out that, of course, the Glee Club needs to win sectionals or it's gone forever. And, oh, right. Rachel's going to move, but not oh. until after sectionals. Oh, and the Warblers join conveniently to give them enough because people. Because of the fire. The fire, yeah. Dalton Academy oh. burned to the ground. And Sue was leading vocal adrenaline. Yep. That's a thing, too. So, lots of stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Do you think, like, the Dalton Academy plot line, is it, like, just too... Okay, is it too expensive or is it too like uncouth or something to just show us like a pile of ash? Like, like okay, like yeah, it's, smoldering ash, like it's Dalton both. shaped. It's definitely both. Also, what does Dalton look like? Kurt was um outside of one part of it. <laughs> okay, we get a really good like vision of what Dalton looks like during the proposal, right? Because we go from like room to room in Dalton. That's true. We also saw an outside facade at one point. Yeah. Like the balconies. The facade exists. And we've also seen more of the facade because there's when, like, when Blaine and Sam are superheroes and they steal stuff. They steal stuff. They run across that field. Blam! Next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't see it. And honestly, I don't care (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't think it would make the recap any better because the recap always sucks. So. I just (laughs) think. I just think it would be funny to have, like, a pile of ash and, like, the crying warblers looking at it or something. Again, I don't think it's that funny. You talked about this last week. I don't think it's as funny. It's dark humor. It's it's something. It's very dark. I'll give you that. So, anyway, we we jump right in here. Will is actually teaching choreography. Okay, we see... Like, let me paint this picture for you. We see, like, the warblers, like, crying and Blaine, like, hiding, like, a gas can behind his back. Like, that's... (laughs) I mean probably but so yeah we go to the we go to the choir room yes where they're going through choreography yeah this is the first time honestly i think we've ever seen will teach choreography yeah i'd say that that's accurate and they they have the wildest names for their moves which i think is supposed to be a joke like yeah because they have like a move where they're like twinkle twinkle twinkle, little little star star. and it ends with like a point and then there's mother may May i I point point to to you. you yeah and 
it's like all these little phrases tied to the counts of right. these moves, which is like, I don't know if that would really help me know the moves while I'm singing different words than like the words we originally tied to the moves. I mean, I'll buy it. I've never been in Glee Club, show choir or whatever. I, I can buy that this is how it works. It's easier to learn things when you have multiple like yeah. things associated with it, but still. And like, Will's choreography seems okay. Yeah. I mean, um, it seems pretty typical for the Glee Club. Yeah. And after they get through with this little like bit, Kitty or someone is like, let's take a five minute break. Yes. And the warblers, uh, well, one of them is like, my feet look like black swan, but you don't see me wanting to take a break. And it's just yes. like, well, fuck you, dude. If your feet look like black swan, you're not doing the moves right, probably, because these are pretty fucking easy. Right. Yeah. So I, I put down generic warbler complains about not getting to walk on hot coals. Um. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the warblers are calling for a frank discussion. Yes. About the status of their glee club. Right. Because, yeah. So one of them brings up that. He saw, he spied on Sue with the vocal adrenaline. Apparently, they've been rehearsing 24-7, of course, as is vocal adrenaline's thing. Uh But they also took a break to run over hot coals. And, like, okay, this hot coals thing. (laughs) We see it. Yeah. Yeah. I I listened to, like, do you know of Oh No, Ross and Carrie? Yes. So, if you don't, listener, it's a podcast where they, like, test fringe science and spirituality things. Yes. And they walked on coals sure. for an episode. And Ross Blotcher, one of the hosts, had horrible burns right. on his feet yes. for like a full year after because they took a long time to heal. Yep. And he, now he has like chronic eczema where those burns were. Makes sense. So um, just like the coals thing, it's not a thing. No. Like it's not a thing. Um, I'm pretty sure like like islanders made it up to confuse white people and see them burn their feet which like (laughs) yeah like good on you sure yeah and i mean we talked about this while we were watching this makes no sense for preparing for a a dancing competition competition. right because you need to use your feet to dance and walking on hot coals is antithetical to this to that right um it would burn, like, just let me, it it would burn you. Like, right. it, That's it the whole will point. burn you. It burns you. Like, anyway, so, the then we go back to the choir room. The head warbler, I we don't know any of their names, which is fine, because they all suck. Yeah. But he is, like you were saying, getting frank about, about what we should do. About what we should do about the dead, dead weight. weight. Yeah. And. Spencer jumps well, in. Well, yeah. no. Jane jumps in oh. initially and is like, you're not going to let the right. girls of this glee club <laughs> to the stand at the back we're not gonna let that happen and madison's like yeah and kitty's like yeah and and the world was like oh no that's fine you guys you. are great um and then spencer's like hey don't talk about roderick like that he's trying really hard it's, it, he doesn't even say it like that he's like i know that we, we all know that some of us are a little like different differently abled when it comes to the physically fit department or something really fucking stupid like that and it's just like what are yeah. you and uh, the joke is that spencer is also a terrible dancer right. the warblers call out that spencer is also very bad which at we have been noticing right so you know so it's nice that the show's sort of confirming right instead of gaslighting right um, yeah, one of the warblers has, like, a long metaphor about, like, scoliosis and needing to take a dump or something, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. They want them to be in the back because they suck at dancing. And they're dead weight, so they yes. need to be in the back. Um, and, and Kitty agrees. Yeah, Kitty um, turns to them and asks them to take one for the team. Yeah, Kitty's <laughs> like, hey, this is how we need to win. I'm sorry that it hurts your feelings or whatever, but you need to get in the back. So we go to the hallway next where we yes. see Roderick has dropped his books. Yes. <laughs> just like, it, like he missed his locker. Yeah. There's and, a lot of really weird, convenient, like, reasons for people to yeah. talk to each other, I guess. And Spencer this is comes up and, like, helps him and, like, right. picks up his stuff. And Roderick body shames himself by comparing sure. himself to... um. I guess, like, a clumsy hippo. He, he, yeah. he makes, like, a Fantasia reference. Right, yes. Which, here's the thing, though. It's like, that hi- those hippos can dance. Right. That's a bad metaphor. Like, it's a bad comparison. A comparison if you want to, like, talk about how bad you are at dancing. Yeah. Um. But, so, he and Spencer kind of, like, commiserate about how they're both really bad at dancing. And then they decide, well, we should get someone to help us. Um, and they decide that... Uh, Kitty. Heard- 
well, but I forget who the first person they. The, well, about. so they're like, oh, well, we could get Will to help us, but he right. won't. He won't criticize us. He'll just tell right. us we're doing a great job, even when we're doing bad. Right. So, um, and yeah. then in unison, they're like, we need Kitty, which and then is nice. One of them, I think one of them's like, yeah, and maybe, and that way at least one of us will cry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I like that they're friends. Me too. It, that's nice. I like that they said something in unison that was yes. like, oh, they're friends. Sure. They're TV friends. Yes. Um, but. Oh, they, they originally, uh, Spencer suggested Alistair and then. Yes. <laughs> and then Roger goes like, oh, I don't want to watch you two make, make out. Make out all weekend. Yeah. I um, love that that's just hinted at, but yes. I, so, I wish, <laughs> I wish Alistair had like a character or lines. Well, I mean, there is one other point. Where they call well, him Julianne guess, Moore. Yeah, that was earlier. That was the yeah. last scene. Yeah. The, Any- one of the warblers <laughs> called him Julianne Moore, which is rude, but accurate. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to the next scene. Um, Rachel is in the auditorium. She's preparing some kind of music She's or something. doing something in the auditorium. She's... Yeah. For a few scenes this episode, she's just doing random tasks in the auditorium yes. um, until a character comes to interrupt her to talk at right. her. So Sam comes up to her and um, gives her a list of college graduates. That, to, well, performing college yeah, graduates. Yeah, to prove that, like, that's what Rachel should do because that's what he thinks is the right choice. Right. Um, and Rachel's no. like, well, I knew you were going to do this, so I also prepared a list of people who didn't graduate from college. Yes. Which like and then well the, and then Sam's like well I knew you were gonna rebut with that so I prepared another list of people that didn't go to college and did were successful and then weren't successful um, and Kesha is on that list which is which wrong. is like fuck you yeah. it's tw- like as in like she's not successful anymore or something in 2015 which like um she w- there's a reason why yes. she wasn't public i guess a public enough for you sam whoever the fuck you think you are yeah kesha released a great album just a month ago in 2020 sir you You don't 2015 for sure i mean it definitely i mean i'm not saying that they're right like okay the warrior the warrior era was sort of rough for kesha and rough for the world because we didn't have anything from kesha right and like I understand that and I can like remember myself at that time but I never wrote Kesha off and I, I am offended that he has. I mean to be fair Rachel is like Kesha is still performing. That's true. So the show has not like yeah um but sorry I'm a fan also, and I was triggered. There's also another call out here in the first list there's quote Marielle Streep which is like the dumbest thing it's that Sam has stupid, ever said. It's just a stupid joke like <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I was reading an article about how they tried to make um, Jason Mendoza from The Good Place, like, stupid. Right. But, like, edited his script sometimes because it was too stupid. Sure. There, there was a joke, like, what's a farm? And they're like, well, Jason, Jason would say that. <laughs> right. And I don't know if it's, like, just Manny Jacinto's performance that, like, never made me angry. Right, at, that he is... At Jason. Yeah. Like, but, like... Court Overstreet's performance makes me angry at Sam. Fair. I mean, I, I feel like part of this that the difference, and this is like getting way in the weeds on this. Okay. But like, uh, I Jason think Mendoza. I think it's a worthwhile comparison because they're both stupid characters. Yeah, so but Jason Mendoza isn't like harmfully stupid. Yeah. He's just like ignorant. Whereas Sam is also ignorant, but he's, they explicitly show him being ignorant about things that are like, end up like, that disrespect kind of other people. Right, yeah. For he sure. mispronounces people's names. He, like, has all, like, the weird shit with him and, like, whenever he encounters a black person. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Jason is great because Jason wouldn't have a weird interaction with a black person. And, yeah. like, Sam would because he's a weird white guy from Ohio that, like, isn't really good at anything. I mean, I feel like they could have made Sam... Oh, they like, could have made all of these characters better. Let's like not like. Let's not <laughs> yeah, we can't go even there. we can't even theorize yeah. about that. So, uh, Sam leaves. Yes. Sam just like fucks off because Rachel's well, had enough of his bullshit. She does. She's like, if you don't if you don't agree with me, I don't want to talk to you. And so he's like, I just want you to think about what you're doing for half a second. And you were over here like, oh, well, I I like it when people tell Rachel to think. And I was like, yeah, I guess, but I. D- Listen, I don't like it when men tell Rachel what to do. I mean, but that's the show's M.O. I mean, I agree. It's not a great look. But the main thing is I want Rachel to stop just, like, jumping into everything immediately. And I we talked about this while we watched the episode. But I feel like she's recently been surrounding herself with yes people in order to, like, 
just like get agreement on whatever she and thinks she wants to do. Listen, like I don't think that's a bad thing to do. <laughs> I fair. I you know like she's allowed to feel joy. <laughs> she is. I'm not trying to detract from that. I'm just saying that like intentionally like pushing people away because they're not like because they they present a different viewpoint mm. is not always the best approach. I suppose you're right. Like but especially like, if it's someone who has who's obviously careful. Let's you. talk about Sam's viewpoint though. Like I mean it sucks. His idea is that she needs to go to college because he didn't go to college. No, that's I know. like what we that's what he said. Right. Um which doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. No, I I'm not a I'm not saying that Sam's viewpoint is good. I'm just saying that cultivating a bubble in which you only get the answers you want to get is sometimes dangerous. <sighs> anyway, so uh, so yeah. Rachel's alone in the auditorium and she starts singing Listen to Your Heart because yes. she's listening to her heart. And Jesse St. James shows up just and here. it becomes a duet. Yeah, he's and just they, here. They sing Listen to Your Heart together. Yep. And um I really enjoyed the number. I think it yeah, sounds good. good. And I'm happy to see Jesse St. James. Yep. Because of course he's here. Right. Um Yeah. We Yeah. So Jesse reveals that he is the star of the musical that Rachel has gotten an offer for. Um and it's implied that he might be the reason it's, why she got an offer. I mean it's sort of implied that that's the case because like he's like, Oh, the producers were talking about how they still don't have somebody to play Segovia Shade right. which is Rachel's character's name. Right. And how um like, oh well they did see their Segovia Shade, it was Rachel Berry. I just had to remind them. Right. Which like yeah, I'm pretty sure Jesse's why she got like exactly. the offer. Yeah. But also, I don't see that as a bad thing. No, I'm just saying, like, like that's why he's here. That's their explanation. Yeah, for that's why, why he's here, here because he's, like, trying to convince Rachel to the, take the part. Right, which... He's also here for his mom, he yes, says. She had some kind of surgery or something. But, yeah, so she um, she reveals that she got an offer to Niata, so she's still not entirely sure what she wants to do. Um, and... and Because Rachel says she's like, oh, well... I when I dropped out of Niata, my life fell apart. Right, and then Jesse's like, "Um, well, leaving Niata wasn't the mistake. Right, the, the mistake was leaving Funny Girl. Right, which yeah, Rachel. Yeah, I, which like yeah. I'm over here like yes, yes, truth. Finally, see this is yeah. I mean, it's yet again a, a kind of a man helping Rachel walk through her um stuff, but but it's also like no one has actually called her on. This bullshit. Least, yeah, that's the part. I agree. I think this is a very good thing because literally no one has said to Rachel, the problem wasn't on leaving. It, wasn't leaving Niata. Wasn't leaving Niata. It also technically like it wasn't also necessarily doing the TV show. It was leaving Funny Girl to do, to, to the, TV do show. the TV show. Rachel, like what? <laughs> like yeah. So and it's like she doesn't want to. Okay, listen. It's kind of like she doesn't want to confront the joylessness that she had right as as Fanny, like, right. as this, like, head of a Broadway production, because if she were to confront those feelings, she would have to admit that maybe her one dream of her whole life isn't what she wants. Right. And then her entire identity falls apart. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a really interesting season to watch if she, like, had to, like, work through that stuff, but she didn't. So She never went any- through any of it. Anyway, so we move on to a small instruction session. Kitty and Will are mm. helping Spencer and Roderick. Um, <laughs> yes. They suck. They um, suck bad, and Will does the thing that they... Yes. He's like, had you, A plus effort. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, I can tell you're really trying, guys, so A for effort. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, then, and then Kitty's he, like, you're terrible. I'll do it with you. Yes, and then, so they're all doing it, and then they have to do a specific, like, turn. The music that is playing is not, has, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really have a beat. No, that's... The, it kind of, like, reminded me of, like, the, like, the cheer music that's like sure. the cheer mixes that some cheerleaders like do yeah. their routines to yeah because it's just like kind of chaotic and like sometimes there's something that sounds like a melody and other times there's really really not right it definitely isn't anything that we hear later so it's obviously not like they're using the music that they're actually going to sing um which like i guess is for us right the to audience hide, to hide the yeah the but surprise. that obviously makes no sense <laughs> um but so they're doing this turn and Roderick does it, and it's great. And then Spencer goes to do it, and he, so we we get a close up of he puts one foot next to the other, and like it's the whole point is you like spin, I guess. He does the spin. He like does the, the spin. If you watch it without sound, you'd be like, 
oh, Spencer did the turn and then fell. Right. But if you watch it with sound, you get a sickening crack of yes. like a tree branch breaking. Yes. Yeah, the sound effect um, is horrible. It's <laughs> way over the top. And like... It made us... Uh, it made me think that like his foot... Leg be- was, his leg is broken. Yeah, like, like when I watched it, I was like, his foot is bending grotesquely. Oh my God. But then like when we went back and we watched it three times in yes. succession and it was like, no... It's just the sound. Yeah, it's literally just the sound. Which, to be fair, is a really good comment to the good sound job, yeah. sound designer. Yes, but it's so over the top. It's like, it's literally like the loudest crack. And you're just like, how would that even, that doesn't even make sense. Because we move to the next, we immediately here, here, cut here. to the locker room where. No, I didn't catch it. Yeah, so we move to the locker room where um, Sheldon, Sam, and Will, and Roderick are all here. And Spencer tells us that he already got an x-ray somehow mm-hmm. and he it's just a spray yeah like he's like the x-rays were negative and it's like but you're being triaged in the locker room right now <laughs> yeah like he's showing them his foot it looks like there's some bandaging on it so i guess that's from the hospital um and <laughs> and it's like very red or something but he says it's just a sprain which makes me think that where did the loud obnoxious crack come from because that's not how sprains work it was a it was the bone. It was, it, it was the floor. It he was put his the foot muscle down on the floor. Weird. <laughs> it was whatever. Okay, yeah. like he's so, injured. That's all we like. Spencer doesn't need to learn how to dance because he's injured. Right. So Sheldon is like, you can't dance on it. I have bad knees, which Sam points out look like a C-section. Well, what Coach Beast brings up first off is like he's he's like, oh well, we could just shoot you up with cortisol if you want to dance. And Spencer's like, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> Sheldon's like, no. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. Look at my bum knees. Yes. This is how you get injured for life. Yes. Um, which Will is like, oh, well, I forbid this. You can't do this. Yeah. Um, Forbi- forbids him from performing. Yeah. And then Spencer's like, well, I'm an athlete. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm supposed to be stronger than everyone else. I may not be able to sing or dance, but at but least I'm I can. supposed to be strong. Yeah, so and I did it in that voice because I think it's stupid. It is stupid because I think it's just toxic masculinity parading yeah. itself as like this athletic like yeah. persona. Like it's stupid. It's it stupid. you're injured, just like you know what. Sit in a fucking wheelchair for the show, dude. Or, like, well, like he's on there with crutches. Yeah, and like do that. Yeah. So anyway. Spoilers, that has happened. But anyway, so we move to um, another chat with Rachel. She's at, like, the, like, makeup mirrors backstage that we never really see in any other shots of backstage. Well, we see them, like, during the musicals. Sure. You know, that's where, like, the kids sit to do the, like, that's where Blaine put on too much blush for West West Side Story. You remember. Yes. But, so Rachel is here because she's looking at foundations. Yeah, well, she's arranging the foundations, throwing away the old brushes and arranging the foundations. And she found a perfect foundation for Spencer and Kurt takes it from her and then drops it like a video game character. Just fucking yeets it. He doesn't do any (laughs) of those things. It just disappears. Yeah, it's just like from one shot it's in his hand to the next shot it's gone. Yes. Um, Because this show has no artistic integrity. Uh, And Kurt just like sits her down to have this long chat about how he supports her and yes. whatever she chooses to do. Right. Um, and how thankful he is that she and Blaine both came back here right. to teach their old glee clubs because Even though it seemed crazy at, at the time. Yeah, because it inspired him and look how that like the profound effect they have on these kids and yeah, quote what we're doing really matters. Yeah, and he's like, how lucky are we? <laughs> Yeah, um, we're he, amazing. We can we get to try again because Blaine's got into in, NYU. Yeah, and apparently Blaine's in back. NYU, so they're going to go back to New York uh, for next semester. But he tells her that he wants her to be happy, but this time he wants her to actually appreciate things. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to just continuing to do things. Yeah. Um, so I like that too. But again, another man is telling Rachel what she should do and how she should feel. So yep. um so then we move on to uh special delivery. We're in the choir room, um and there are boxes everywhere. Weird ticking boxes. And they are um labeled glad is yes. what one of them says. But so like Kurt is like, Oh, maybe it's because we hosted that trans choir. Right. And um 
all these ticking boxes explode. They yes. explode and they're full of glitter. They're well, glitter yeah. bombs. They're confetti. It's not really glitter. It, yeah. It's it's more like big pieces of confetti. It's big pieces of con- like glee confetti. You yes. know the confetti. Yeah. And because they just have a big vat of it that they've right. been trying to get rid of for a full six seasons. Yes. Oh, and this is the last of it. So they right. really had decided to have a big blowout. Well, yeah, we're, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah. Um, and. There's a note on the inside of these boxes that says it's not fun to be glitter bombed or something like that. Right. Um, And Myron is, like, permanently damaged. (laughs) So what's fun is when the boxes start exploding... Everyone takes cover. Well, everyone takes cover, and, like, multiple people, like, grab... People's heads. Women, specifically. It's all women's heads for some reason, which is not super chill but like like will like grabs rachel by the head and then mm-hmm. like myron like grabs jane's face and like everyone is screaming um and then the piano explodes yeah the piano <laughs> the uninsured piano is broken in half it explodes with confetti <sighs> yeah it's a lot um, and then will trying to track down who left these glitter boxes well, i mean he knows who left these he, glitter boxes yeah, he's sue he leaves the choir room yes. to be confronted with Sam, yes. who pukes on his shoes twice. twice. Yeah, he does it, and then Will's like, oh, okay, Sam, are, are you okay? And Sam's like, yeah, and then Sam pukes again. He's like, must have had some bad meatloaf. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, and, and okay. Will, like, Will's a good reaction to this. He's not, like, grossed out. He's like, I'm... I'm well, he is grossed out, but he doesn't, like... Like, he doesn't, like, put that, that onto Sam, though. Right. He's just like... I'm gonna go get the school nurse. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, we do get a shot of the puke, which is only important because the next scene, Will goes to the teacher's lounge and we get shots of teachers puking and we yeah. see all of their pukes. There's someone who pukes on someone else. Who's yeah, and it's like bright can. green, like yeah. pea well, lentil soup well, situation. Hers is, but one of the other teachers pukes like orange. Orange, like bright ketchup. <laughs> like carrot orange. Yeah, it's gross. It is gross. And then, so and, we'll this and, and then, then we hear some. Ge- at, at first, I was like, "Oh, is Sam um, brainwashed again?" No, no, no. Uh, hypnotized. I mean, no. We hear a giggling from yes. behind a bush. Yeah. We see the shot of this like very sparse bush. Yes, it's, it's Sue. Sue clearly behind it, yes. and she comes up from behind and is like, "Yes, it is me." <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> really like. The, the snickering is what gets me. That, like, that little giggle that she does behind the She doesn't the say snicker. I said snickering. I know. But no, she does no. say snigger. Which is not great. It's like, not a fun word. Listen, y'all. I think there's so many good synonyms. Like, snicker, for or one. Giggle. Giggle. Yeah. Uh, guffaw. Um, uh, guffaw is a little it, different, That's think, loud. But, that's, yeah. like, loud laughing. But, like, mm, I guess, but like, smirk. Words. <laughs> loudly smirking. That's not how that works. But yeah, so anyway, so she comes out and she tell she she's laughing and then and then Will's like, "Did you put eye drops in the coffee?" And she's like, "Oh no. I put it in the McKinley water supply." <laughs> yeah. And then she also admits to glitter bombs and then one of the teachers, the one who puked orange, is like, "Hey, it looks like someone's car is on fire." And Will goes out to the parking lot, and it is his red minivan, which has a Glee vanity license plate. It does, and then it explodes, and then Will just looks sad. Which, like, good. Yes. Um, (laughs) I feel bad for Emma and the baby, but not Will. No. Um, So then we immediately cut to our next scene, which is Sue getting a victory haircut. Um, Yes, she is going to the salon for her Carol Brady blowout, yeah, from, which actually turns out to be a prank. Yeah, so it's it's from quote Eileen, which like as she walks in immediately, I was like, oh, that's Will in a wig, and then like the reveal happens, and it's Will you, in a wig. You did guess it like so immediately when we first watched the episode, and he, you were like, oh, Will's gonna shave her head. Like you, <laughs> you knew from like the moment the scene opened. Which, um, yeah, so it turns out Will is yeah. Will has impersonated her hairstylist, and he, like, duct tapes her mouth, and, like, the chair, like, has constraints that, like, hold her down, which yeah. is not chill in any way, and then he, like, starts shaving her head, which... Like, this is so it's weird. It's in a and ex- public space? Like, yeah, exactly. There are other people here. We see the, like, assistant or, and like, Sue the is, like, struggling yeah. and, like, confined by duct tape. 
it's really bad. And also, it doesn't make sense. Like, why is this happening? And also, um, how and did then, people do this? And like, then we see bald Sue. Yes. Lex Luthor Sue. <laughs> Lex Sue. Yep. As you could imagine. Um, And... They're in the McKinley locker room. Yes. Well, and we say all they. of vocal adrenaline is yes. here. And Sue is showing them Nazi videos. Yeah, like Nazi, like, marching propaganda. And Sheldon comes in and is like, What the fuck are you doing Of all the here? places you break into, it's my locker room? To show... To show Nazi videos? To, do you to, know what Nazis would do to me? Well, to the kids who, like, trashed my car. Yeah. Like... And, and like... Sue okay. says something shitty. Sue, oh my god. Sue, like, is like, oh, well, the Nazis would probably put you in a nice zoo. It's really bad. Which, like, what the fuck, Sue? Yeah, like, Sue what, sucks. are you, like, deep end, is this deep end, like, off the rails, Sue, where you're yeah. just, like, so shitty now? Well, that's, okay. What's really shitty about this is Sheldon is one of the two people that stood up for Sue last episode. Yes. And and Sue, ha- like, seems to know about it because she mentions it herself later in right. the episode. Right. So, like, and spoilers, but, like, Sue is, like, actually taking that into account for Will, who also did that. Yeah. But not Sheldon, I guess. No, not Sheldon. Instead, um, she's just going to be really fucking transphobic. Right. Like... The other thing is, when we watch the first time, we're like, what the fuck? Why is this scene happening here? And then we realize it's probably because this is one of the few set pieces they have left. Yes. <laughs> because, like... They, the other place where we see them watching these videos is what? The auditorium stage, yeah, I guess? Like, like, vocal adrenaline stage? And even then, is that even a different stage at this point? Like, anyway, so, um, we move on oh yeah well so sheldon kicks them out and then sue proclaims that she is now sue lex luther sylvester yeah uh we go to sectionals next yes. sectionals is, is starting it's opening and we get the judges introduced yes donna landry's she's back she's back she is the vice comptroller of ohio yep uh we also see rod remington he's, he's back. back as well um you know yep. local tv news legend and butch Yes. Butch, who is a dog trainer. Butch Melman and Trixie, her champion poodle. Yes. Um, And we open sectionals with the Falconers from a school for ornithology. Ornithological rehabilitation or something like that? Yes. So it's like a bird school. Apparently. Well, yeah. Not just a school for birds, but a school for people and birds. Like that, <laughs> or or like a school for people that uses birds. Well, no, but the birds live them. there too, so it's for them also. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. So they perform Broken Wings. We only see like a couple bars, but they have. Like, it's these... a joke because yeah. it's a it's a song about wings, and they have birds, and, <laughs> and they have like these giant gossamer, gossamer like ribbon wings, yes. and it's just like, yeah, we get it. There, <laughs> yes. there's wings and birds. Yeah. So then, and I was like, okay, the sectionals joke like group. Yes. It's good that they're like they have like a gimmick and it right. is funny ish when you initially see it and like all the falcon hoods are like funny and because yes. it, it's just like this two rows of choir of of these choir members dressed yeah. in the choir getup just having falcons on their arms yes. like that's with with a group of people in front of them dancing. like dancing yeah um but yeah it's the, I just think the Amish group was like funnier that's fair I mean the problem is. They've established that they have to do like a different comedy group every time. Yeah. So like, not all of them are going to be winners, right? Yeah. So um, then we move on to Vocal Adrenaline, who comes out with the two big uh, what's my call it scaffolding scaffolding yeah, pieces it's, it's that like, they used in West Side Story. Yes, exactly. Like the one that Kurt used for the <laughs> that, audition that New Directions used. Yeah. For West Side Story. Uh huh. And the, and also the one that um, they used at Niata for the Cold Hearted Snake yes, number. You're right. <laughs> oh wow! Um, must have been a bitch to transport. But <laughs> from so New York to they, from they, Ohio they, to New York, <laughs> New York to Ohio. Oh. So they uh, they they start with we built this city. Um, they have the scaffolding. We chatted about it. It's not as dynamic as other vocal adrenaline performances. Specifically because, like, they don't use the the risers to yes. their advantage. And I was just thinking to the um, the one they did last week. Yeah. During, like, the workout. Right. It's, like, way more, like, yeah. visually engaging. Right. And I think another part of it is I 
think they only have 10 people on stage yeah. on this one. Yep. So, like, what? Yeah. Like, anyway. Which yeah. is fewer numbers than we've seen from Folklore Adrenaline this Ever. entire time. Yeah. And they're, uh, so the boys are wearing uh, very tight silver yes. t-shirts. Yep. Um, and, like, super tight. Like, you can see everyone's nipples tight. Yeah. And um, black pants. And then the girls are wearing sort of silvery show choir dresses. Yeah. Like what you would expect. And then there's a costume change. Yes. Uh, when we get to the next song, Hey Mickey. Yep. And there's, like, a tear-off moment for the girls and the boys. Yes. Where the boys are in blue tracksuits and the girls are, in, are, like, keep, like, these sort of jeweled tops and yes. then have cheerleader blue skirts. Yep. Um, so they look a lot like basketball game dancers. Yes. That's including th- the basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they do Hey Mickey. Um, they get rid of the scaffolding. There's a little bit where some of them do flag twirling. And there's also a bit where someone jumps across the stage in moon boots. Well, the flag twirlers weren't in the initial number. Right, exactly. They're just random people. Yeah. And that's where the other vocal adrenaline people were. Yeah, the was, moon boots. Yes. That's another person. Yep. And then um two 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 cannons. Two small small cannons, cannons. get rolled out onto the stage as if they were babies. As if they were of a big cannon. The children of a larger cannon. So the human cannons babies are here. <laughs> yes. And the people do get shot out of them. They sure do. It's sort of like, I mean, I wish there had been some kind of reference and dialogue to like the original <laughs> human cannon. Yes. And like how emotionally connected Sue was to that cannon. Yes. I mean, Brittany isn't here and I feel like Brittany is the one person who yeah, would, like, who would really be like the that. cannon. Yeah. Um, my favorite part is when we first watched it, they rolled those cannons out, and I was like, oh my god, it's human cannons, it's and then the they shoot people out of them yep. into the middle of the auditorium. And, like, they land on the path between, yes. like, the two sets of um, yes. seats, just, like, perfectly agile. Yes, on the, the, like a cat falling on its feet. But we don't see them, like, stand up and pose or anything. No. <laughs> Instead, we they just, just get... land. Yeah, they just land, and we get lingering shots of the New Directions as they worry. Yes. And then the the curtain closes with some sad music. Yes. Um, To remind us that we're supposed to be upset that they just <laughs> did this. Yeah, they did good. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we move back to the choir room. New Directions is prepping. Um, Will does a solo circle and circles them all up and uh, then refuses to do a pep talk. He says it's Rachel's turn. Yeah, Spencer's on crutches. Yes. Did you mention that? Um, oh, yeah. He and... comes in. He's like, I'm going to get my cortisone shot. And Roderick's like, oh, no, that's not good. Yeah. And uh, Rachel's pep talk is fine. Yeah. So she she admits that she did all of this for her. Yeah. But, but now she really wants them to win. And now they need to, like rely on the strength of this circle that they've created together. Yeah. Okay. And she's like speaking as a f- like one of the All old this magic guard. happened off screen. Like we don't yes. see them actually bonding, whatever. No. Um and I was just sort of distracted by Kurt Sh- Kurt Shawl. His like yeah, his art teacher shawl. Yeah, it's like a community center art teacher shawl. Yes, he's it's missing got some the, tassels. He's missing the glasses with like the chain on yes. them. Yes, but... <laughs> totally. Okay, we uh, we go next to the locker room. Yeah, because so they do the show circle. They go oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah. and then you made the point like, isn't that when they're supposed to go on stage? No, <laughs> no. we're in the locker room. Spencer went to the locker room to get his quarters <laughs> to get a shot. shot. Yeah, um, and Rod's there, as yes. in not Rod Remington, but Roderick. Yes. There are multiple, so... And he comes in, and it's like, wait! Yes. I have an idea. Well, it, it has a nice shot of the doctor, like, getting the needle ready. Um, and, like, there's, like, some juice, yeah. like, flying out of the needle, and he goes, like, hmm. Yeah. And then Roger runs in, and he's like, I have an idea! And then it cuts. And we move back to... we. I'm assuming there was an ad break. And we move to Roderick opening the uh, New Directions performance with Take Me to Church. Yeah, so we're on the McKinley stage. There's a screen um, right behind Roderick. He's on stage alone, just a single spotlight, um, as he sings the majority of this song. Yep. And there's light on the screen to make it look like these big, long church windows. Yep. Which I think is nice. Like, it definitely adds some atmosphere that is appreciative, uh, that I find, that I appreciate, I mean. And um, one thing I would say is that it definitely doesn't, like... 
it really helps along the sort of Catholic school vibe. Right. That exists here. Yes. They're all... Yeah, they're, they're wearing the blazers. The red blazers. Yes. And they're wearing either gray pants or gray skirts. Yep. Um, the girls do have, uh, like, white tube socks and, like, loafers. Like, yes. it's very Catholic school. The yep. plaid ties, as you pointed out. Yep. And there, I mean, the song is about sex. Right. Take Me to but Church it, is but about it does sex. Say, it does have church in it. And, like, it it doesn't feel non-churchy. Right, yeah. Well, that's the point. Like, that's the yeah. point of the song. It sounds like a churchy song. Um, but it's, but, but so, y'all, let me tell you the secret. <laughs> it's about sex. Yeah, so, um, so they put everyone behind this screen so mm-hmm. you can't really see this background dancing that like the backup singers they do are it doing. though they do and it and then but... at the big note like yeah well i just Roderick makes yeah. the screen rise with the force <laughs> i don't think that's how that happens but i mean Roderick does some like weird interpretive dance at the front i think and the I dance don't like is it. fine I don't like, like it's it, sort but... of the choreography he learned in that scene <laughs> i mean it's fine the number's fine and then he kitty great. comes around and like circles him a little bit yes and then the screen rises and everyone's there and, and they then all jane dance. also comes up because jane's also kind of like pseudo semi-featured in this song yes yeah she's and... semi-featured in um all of them because she's not featured yes what the fuck glee speaking of we move to the next song which is led by madison and then kitty um sia's chandelier so myron so, so myron yes. is dressed as Does sia. Some sia cosplay um but in the audience yeah so the the bodysuit is tight again like right. stop but, putting but children like in bodysuits stop putting children in bodysuits just don't do it just don't do it just put them in like okay they could have had myron wear like i guess it, no it would have been less disturbing if he was if he was just wearing like a gr- like beige t-shirt and beige pants like it would have been right. less disturbing yes which, but it wouldn't have been true and i think i think myron... that's sort of the goal is like to sort of disturb the viewer right no that's yeah it's it's very sia yeah defy your expectations but like the wig is so shitty yeah the <laughs> like wig it's is not, not a great. sia wig no <laughs> I mean, it's in far the, from it. it it's in the style of sia but not really like um what it's I like a it's a like a wig. It's, it's, a, a it's the it's shittiest a bob you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like Sia's main quality is the hair, especially right. from the chandelier video. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so Myron dances in the audience and like grinds up on one of, on Donna a little bit. And Donna Landry's the judge, which like <laughs> they would lose. Yes. Like this is not. But I, so yeah so um and myron is myron does say like earlier in that like show circle scene he's like i'm gonna be amazing there will be tears and then it's like to for this (laughs) yeah it's weird um and then uh there's a bit where jane is the main singer but instead of getting to see that we see spencer fly in on a chandelier for half a second yeah i guess this was their idea he doesn't have to have the corazon shot because he's just standing on the chandelier and then standing on his crutches right which all sucks. I don't care. I don't care. It's even because a they just bit. don't really dance during Sail Away. I mean, it's so. just. I I feel like part of. I feel like the actor must have sprained his ankle or something, and so they had to write in this like shitty plot line to cover I, for okay, it. Okay, but... either the actor sprained his ankle or the actor just can't fucking dance. Right. Which yeah. So we've seen is true. Um. So then we move to the last song, like you were saying, uh, Mason leads, and it's Sail Away, um, and uh. I think Mason yeah. sounds good. Madison comes in and it's like a twin moment or something. And yeah, and then we also have uh, Spencer and Kitty, I think, have the lead for a little bit, too. Yeah, like, yeah. and I, I mean, it's fine. Yep. I think the Warblers do a great job oh, dancing. Yeah, the Warblers do a very good job of dancing because they kind of, there's a moment where like they all kind of like dance around the New Directions who all just stand in the middle of them, yeah. um, which is a lot better that than just the New Directions standing by themselves, <laughs> so... Uh, so, yeah, that's the performance. Yep. That's it. Uh, we do get to see in the audience that, like, Will and Rachel seem happy. Yeah, I mean... I guess Kurt is kind of included, but... Uh, well, it, Kurt, now that no, Kurt he and wasn't Blaine, sitting near them, I don't think. Now that Kurt and Blaine are married, they're just kind of like a... Single unit. Like, they don't have emotions anymore. Also that, yeah. Um, yeah Except so, sadness about Dalton burning to the ground. Right. So, we move to the judging, which is happening in the teacher's lounge. And... 
Donna, Donna Landry's uh, is like, I can't believe I'm back here to experience the lowest form of entertainment known to mankind. Yeah, and she, she, she just like, there's hates no this. Way, there's no way it could be worse than the last time. And then, then it, it was. Was, was yes. like, yes, Donna, yes. Yep. Um, she complains about the cannons. Yes. Reminding her of something or Falu- other. Fallujah? Fallujah? <laughs> is that? I think it's a battle, maybe? Yeah. I have no idea. Um, um, and... She's like, oh, and I didn't like those um, falconers. Like, is that where my money is going? My taxpayer dollars are going. To these birds. And then she's like, don't even get me started on the new directions. But before she can, I guess, get started, started, Rod interrupts her to um, talk about how hot the teen girls are. Yeah, it's really bad. He also, I, there's one piece I do like out of his speech, which is like, well, they can't sing or dance, but... Which is a good way to start, but then he goes on to talk about how hot... Yeah, specifically Jane Jane is. He's like, I could take a sip of that hot cocoa. And Donna Landry's is like, excuse me? Yeah, Yeah, um, it's not good. Because it's gross. It's really gross. Like, it's not... I don't really... There's a better joke to be told here. Yeah, and it's it's a racist poodle, apparently, because Butch then tells us that... Okay, this is a fun joke, that Trixie the dog was the one who got the invitation. So Butch believes that Trixie that should Trixie be the one to, to vote. Choose. Yes. And so Trixie barks at Donald Landry's. Yes. Um, and, and... Well, because there's a, there's a title card for Trixie. That says not that says, racist. No, it or says racist, racist poodle. poodle. Yeah, it and says then, racist poodle. Which, okay, so Sam is like, oh, well, you can see the cards, obviously. They're reacting, they're breaking yeah. the fourth wall. Here's the thing. They're not doing that. The scene is just written really poorly, okay? It is. Like, I mean, I'll agree. We're supposed to believe bad. that the dog is barking at Donald Landry's because Donald Landry's is black. Right. And, like, because, what? Yeah, because, okay, here's the thing. So the title card comes Also, up. the dog is, like, perfectly fine sitting next to and being around Donald Landry's right. until that specific moment when it barked at her. Right. Which, yeah, so the dog has this title card that declares that it is a racist poodle, and then it barks at uh, at Donna, and then Butch is like, oh, Trixie's not racist. He just can't tell the difference. When like, you're darkly complected, because yeah. it's hard to see your features. Which, again, is wild. There's yeah. no reason. Like, this is literally not a joke. This is just bad. Like, yeah. this is not good writing. And, so. And, like, I don't think that's true of, of dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's... So... Um, so all the judges end up kind of seeming indecisive. Uh, Trixie does pick someone. I, yeah, well, I think she like, picks um, Vocal Adrenaline. I think so, too, because uh, Butch lays out the three... It has, like, like the three, like... It has, like, three crests. Yeah, like, like crest. it's, it's, it's weird, like, crests for <laughs> yes. each of them. And it's like, which group displayed the most form- performativity, Trixie, and, like, has a little clicker? Yes. Like, a trick clicker? And Trixie, like, just puts his paw... Yes. Um, but yeah, so, but by the end, it seems Rod is like, I don't know who we're going to send. And Donna's like, I hated all of them. So. And Donna Landry's longs for death. Yeah. She's like, I, oh my God. when yes. that fatty started talking about taking me to church, I was like, yeah, I'd love to go. Uh, like Provided it's my funeral. <laughs> my funeral service. It's like, yes, Donna. Well, she also, she also dunks on vocal adrenaline she's like you know what no one this morning woke up and was like you know what song i want to hear today hey mickey <laughs> which like i love donna she's great. yeah she's great she's the, she's the funniest person in the whole episode Probably. um and she has piles yeah she's like we have to get this done because i have piles which we don't understand but i guess someone out there I... might like I is like do do comptrollers deal with piles? Is it like a medical thing? Like I have no idea. So anyway, we move I'll on, have piles. We move on to the award ceremony, what? which we get our throwaway joke at the top, where apparently it's sponsored by Wally's Waffle House or something like that. Which um, the only the only reason I'm bringing it up is because there's an amazing moment where we get yeah. a very close shot on Kitty's face, and she goes, "I love waffles." Because it's like a dude wearing like a like a sandwich, sandwich board, board made out of waffles. <laughs> yes, and yeah, I love I love that little kitty moment. Yep. And-, and the award ceremony goes off with the falconers being very happy for third. As, again, as much sense as that makes. The new directions win win first place. Yes, you didn't give it very much tension. The there episode- isn't a lot in the show. <laughs> the show does have like a 
a pretending to be tense moment where we see lots of shots of people anxiously waiting for them to say who the winner is. Are you fucking surprised? No, that... I'm just joking. I'm, yeah, it's the New Directions, of course, yeah. and we get the typical slow-mo piano with all of them, like, uh, holding the trophy and cheering, and we see Sue upset and then she walks off stage and then she turns back and like smiles a little off stage so yeah yeah so all right so i i googled um piles comptroller yes state paying medicaid bills before interest piles up no okay well i would like to move on piles piles What does it mean? Y'all, like, what does it mean? She has piles? Piles of what? So, anyway, then we move on to uh, the hallway. Um, Where Sue says, hello, William, and decides to enumerate her plan that shows that she was never wrong and has never lost anything. Right, well, because Will is like, oh, you're losing. That's a new look for you, Sue. And Sue goes... In a sense, maybe, but really. But really, I have manipulated this entire situation for this outcome to actually happen. You can say you're welcome whenever you, you want. You can say thank you, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and she tells Will of the silver platter she's created by yes. doing a deep dive research on all the judges to yep. figure out exactly what would trigger them to make them hate her Uncle performance. Yes. Yeah, she, um, yeah, and she also, so she, she claims that she's done this because Will stood up for her. Which, which you could, you could be like, okay, so. Why did you treat Sheldon like garbage? Yeah, specifically, okay. Here's the thing. Sue calls Sheldon, Coach Sheldon, the abomination beast. Really bad. That. It's really bad. Fucking sucks. Sucks hard. It's like, just not cool to call no. a trans person an abomination. No. It sucks a lot. I mean, honestly, let's be real. It's not cool to call anyone an abomination, but especially a trans person. Like, Yeah, on Gender Fluids, this podcast that I listen to by two Austin comics um, who are um, both queer, like, they discuss fetishes every episode, and one time they did discuss, like, being called an abomination, like, as a fetish. Yep. (laughs) Which is interesting. Like, it is definitely intriguing. Right. But it's not. Um, but it's, it's not, not like cool, like no. especially when Sheldon is like Sue's friend, right? Is and especially the after like Sue, Sue. <laughs> Sue um talked about how not how like the Nazis would the Nazis throw him would in a put zoo. him in a zoo and yeah. also like condone Nazis by showing yeah. them to teenagers, right? So anyway, and being like, Don't, shouldn't we be in time just like them? Let's move. Let's move along from Come that because it sucks. Um, so. Oh, um, she's upset that Will doesn't say thank you. Right, yeah. So the routine was over the top to target fears and traumas. Uh, so she explains the other things, too. She says that she put the eye drops in the water system to help the New Directions, quote, lose a few pounds. Um, Yikes. And, and uh, the glitter bomb was so uh, was perfectly timed yes. so that their stress hormones would have abated at the perfect moment when they arrive on stage yes. so that they are... The most like they have, they're in relaxed they, euphoria. Yeah, they they experience euphoria once they hit the stage. Um, so Will doesn't thank her like intent. Like she's like, this is where you should thank me. Mm-hmm. And Will's like, mm. and then she's like, well, you know what? Then screw you. It's I'm back. I'm gonna go take the weekend, and then I'm gonna be back here, and I'm gonna destroy you. Which like how? Are you going to keep working for Vocal Adrenaline? I mean, who knows? Are you allowed to be around kids now? <laughs> I mean, Sue always finds a way. So, Jesse and Rachel have a little convo, convo next yep. scene. We're back in the auditorium house, yep. and Rachel goes to Jesse. Yep. And uh, Jesse's like, wow, the exhilaration. I can smell the teenage hormones in here. Yes. And Rachel's like, I know, isn't it powerful? It's amazing. And uh, Jesse, and she's like, "When don't you want to be back? I hear it sounds like you're missing it." And Jesse's like, "Oh, I wouldn't. I would give anything to like be back out there singing for my life with my friends. But now I'm on Broadway. Yeah. That means so much more. And you yeah. could be on Broadway with me, Rachel." Yeah, he's like, he's like, I. If you need a place to stay in New York when you're working on the show, you could stay with me for a bit while you figure yeah. it out. He offers his apartment flirtatiously, yeah, which is says, mentioned flirtatiously. Yes. He's like, he's like. 
with no strings attached, obviously, he says flirtatiously. The literal line, yeah. Jesse. Yeah, and then so she... So, Rachel, listen, they're perfect together. So, she reveals that she has decided to go back to Niata. Um, She's turned down the show. Jesse is supportive of this decision, um, even though he didn't want this outcome. Yep. Um, And then... She's like, well, but I'm still coming to your opening night, and I'm going to keep an egg in my bag with your name on it if you don't do well. And he's like, oh, you're never going to let that go, huh? And Rachel's like, nope. <laughs> um, and they talk of New York about how they'll both be there and how they'll Maybe most likely other. see each other because yeah. it's just such a small town. Yeah. And, and Rachel's like, I would like that. And they kiss. Smooch. There's a big smooch. So, who's surprised? Not no me. One. Yeah, so then we move on to the Glee Club is putting away their trophy in the case. Yep. Um, and Will, Will tells them how incredible they are, just yes. how amazing they are, and how yes. amazing it's been that Rachel can be here. And We're how, all a team, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, how amazing it is that they're a team, and then Sam's like, let's hear it for everyone, and they all clap and shit, and then... <laughs> they don't shit. They just clap. <laughs> and Rachel has, like, another little speech, and... Yes. Then they put the well, trophy in the thing, and then yeah. Kitty's like, oh, well, let's put all the trophies well, in the thing. So Rachel, like, wistfully looks. They, they've stored their old trophies, like, <laughs> um, on a, like... Cabinet. Cabinet on the other side of the room. Yeah. So Rachel's, like, wistfully looking at them, and then Kitty's like, why don't we put the other trophies in there, too? And then as they start moving those trophies over, we get some flashbacks to previous seasons where when they won and they received yep. these trophies... Um, which is kind of nice. It's kind of a good wrap up. Yeah, it's like definitely reminiscent of like all of these sectional episodes and all of these competition episodes that we've seen in the past. And yep. you made a point when we first watched this episode that it's um very like quintessential competition glee episode. Yep. Like they really have sort of perfected the formula. Yes. Like this is the most streamlined it's ever been. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> which is like. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a good thing, to be honest, because it is just kind of like I knew what was going to happen when the episode started. Sure. And I, yeah, yeah I mean, like well, looking, yeah. like when I finished the episode and look back on it, I'm like, well, nothing unexpected happened. Um, And also. Well, okay, let's, I mean. Go ahead. Sue intentionally throwing the competition does seem a little Did out of Did she intentionally throw the competition or did she lose and then make try to a lie face? i mean that's a good point but i mean i don't know and i knew that glee club was gonna win no matter yeah. what yeah because they're not gonna end the show on a bummer because they saw that how when they ended competition when they lost this, competitions this, people stopped watching the fucking show this isn't the this isn't the end. We still have it more episodes. It basically is, though. This is the last. This is the last sectionals that they're going to have. This That's is the last true. competition that that is going to be. That's on the show. not necessarily true. We could see nationals. No. <laughs> we could see nationals when they win. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So that's the the episode ends. There's also a little bit where Sue walks by and she like smiles and then keeps it going. So okay, then the episode's over. So listen, listen to, to the, the podcast. podcast. When it's business time, listen, listen to, to the, the podcast. podcast. There's nothing else but the business. Okay. There's a gold stars and the best number two. But listen to the podcast. Business. Yeah, so we're in the before the podcast ends. But it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Gold stars are important. Because gold stars, stars are a metaphor, metaphor for, for me being a star. star. So we're, we're in the podcast business really now. That's terrible. And, and mm-hmm. n- first thing, of mm-hmm. course, gold mm-hmm. stars. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to give my gold star to Kitty. Because she has that one line where she says she really likes waffles. And also um, tells Sam, or, uh, Spencer and Roderick that they suck. Yeah, I think I'm going to split mine. Kitty will get part of my gold star. Oh, because I am happy. That she won. Yes. And I, I'm just happy that she's here. And I think Kitty is a good addition to the show right now. Yes. Um, and she doesn't seem to be like a white nationalist all the time. Right. Uh, and my other part of the gold star is going to go to Donna Landry, yes, Vice Comptroller of Ohio. Yeah. Because she is the only character that made me laugh. <laughs> That's, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's move on to the best number. Um, as per usual, there aren't a lot of numbers, and most of them are in the competition, but we do have Listen to Your Heart, mm-hmm. and then we have 
a little snippet of Broken Wings, and then we have We Built the City, and Hey Mickey, and then Take Me to Church, and then Chandelier, and then Sail Away. So? So I picked Take Me to Church, because I like the vibe, and I like the screen. I don't like Roderick's interpretive dance, but you know what? You do what you can. Also, it's the most that Jane really got to like sing like and like be featured during the performance mm-hmm. so that's why i picked it like actually on screen yeah uh i am picking listen to your heart yeah that's fair because i thought it was the best song from the episode there i actually have to like as with most competition episodes i think all the songs are actually pretty good like, they're all pretty good and like yeah when I'm watching them, I'm definitely like, yeah, yeah, because like, they're visually engaging, engaging for yeah. sure. But then, like, I think back and I'm like, eh. I mean, I yeah, I, I just none of them are like gripping, but they're all like fun. Yeah, I like New Directions so, like set better than yeah, um, Vocal Adrenalines. I mean, it helps that they did a third number. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then, um. Of course, we. Have oh, you the- made a you made a fun point. Like who picked them? So. Oh yeah, yeah. Rachel picked "Take Me to Church." Well, no. Let's let's start with the easy one. Mm-hmm. Will pick "Sail Away" because he only picks songs yeah. by groups from the seventies. Yep. Um. And then it's up to Chandelier and "Take Me to Church." Chandelier is Kurtz. Chandelier for has sure. to be Kurtz's pick, and then that leaves "Take Me to Church" for Rachel, which makes sense. She knows the strengths of some of the Glee Club members. So. Yep. Yeah. Um. Also, maybe all maybe she and Kurt both got inspired by the fact that they look like they're in Catholic <laughs> schools. Um, which, I mean, I guess Will's, too, because Sail Away has a lot of Lord Jesus-y. references. Yeah. Lord, take me away. Yes. Um, and but the last piece. The last piece is going to be the slushy raining. As it Sam, always is. Tell me. So you're not going to like this. But I want to give this episode zero out of five slushies. Um, you are too fucking easy on this show. I'm giving, I'm giving it, it I'm giving it two and a half. That's fair. At least. That's fair. Maybe I need to, oh, maybe I need to overdo it because you're giving it zero. Part of it is, Four. I know this episode isn't perfect, but I, I just, it just can't. Was you just so like recognize fun. that, like, <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I recognize that, like. This is the final death rattles yes. of this corpse that, like, just... You you know how, like, there's that episode of Futurama where, like, Bender's corpse does the woo? Yes. Like, that... Right now, Glee's corpse is, like, music brings disparate people together. Right. Yeah. And music changes teens' lives. It's been dead for a season and a half. I get it. It's just... I just don't give a shit. I yeah. don't give a shit about all these pep talks. I honestly don't give a shit how they do at sectionals. I'm not excited about any of this. That's fair. I'm just tired. I'm excited for the show to be over. Yes. Like, that's the only reason why I'd give it less slushies is that it's going to be over in two episodes. Well, that's part of it, actually, is because it's like, this feels like it's like, honestly, I feel like this should be the last episode in some ways. It's not, though. But it, I know it's not, but I'm saying... That, so like, isn't that, like, something you would give it more slushies for, then? No. I'll give more slushies to the next two episodes, because mm. it's like, what are you doing here? We didn't mm. need you. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I just... I thought it, like, for the most part, was really fun. They do some things that are just, like, wacky glee, like, the glitter explosion, like, the... The bl- glitter, glitter bombing explosion. is fun. Um... The, the haircut. The fucking, like, yeah. weird, out of place. The haircut. The one scene having Jane Lynch in a bald cap. Okay, like, that is good, too. But, like, and there are moments that I was like, ha that's funny. Right. But there were others where I'm just like, I'm tired. Like, I just, I felt like. I'm done. It, it was a fun mix of, like, a regular competition episode and, like, some of the wacky shit they've been doing in season six where things just don't, like, like they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, let us explain why all of this happened. Um, Even though you didn't need it. Because, like, Sue yeah. is like, oh, I orchestrated all of this. The vomit being, like, bright colors. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of weird choices. The snap. The snap of Spencer's ankle. Doesn't really, like, does feel like need that... to be there. Just a wacky, fun thing to do. I, I mean, Glee did have that, like, wacky, fun element in so many. Sure. Um, Like, early episodes. Yeah. Too, like... I'm just remembering, you know, Quinn giving birth to the <laughs> Queen Medley. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah, I, I'm ready to be finished. I'm like, I'm just tired of this bullshit. That's fair. I, 
I just, I feel like this, like, out of this entire season, this episode is the one that strikes the most, like, chord, like, the most chordance between what Glee was... And what Glee is. And what Glee is. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, too, which is why I've given it less slushies than I've given the rest of the episodes. (laughs) It's also that I didn't want to, like, go out, like, like, blazing, like slushies everywhere because the show is called (laughs) sam and maggie hate glee yes and i do hate it it's just i i can see like a smidgen stockholm syndrome (laughs) it's not really all that comparable and kind of offensive to people that actually have issues but sure um i mean the big like the other big thing is that i think there is merit in the work that some like that people have done in working on this show, mm. and I think it like is like the costume department does an yes. okay job some of the time, and yeah. the the prop department prop, always yeah. knocks it out of the park. Sound effects, those baby cannons. Yes, exactly. Like, in part of it, it's just like it just feels like they did tie up some stuff. They did like reference some well, stuff, and but like, like, aren't those? Isn't the show failing those like artistic people who work on it? Yes, by it sure being is. This bad. I'm not gonna fail them. <laughs> what? Okay. With that, we're gonna be back next week to discuss yes. the episode 2009. Yeah, that's what the episode is called, season six, episode twelve. Um, and then after that, we'll have our last Glee recap episode. Yes. And then we'll have our finale episode where yes. we discuss the series. As a whole? At at all, yes. Yeah, we are considering maybe having, like, some guest voices for the final episode, just to, like, maybe show somebody who's only watched the pilot of Glee (laughs) and the finale of Glee, like, get their thoughts. We've got some thoughts, but, like, yeah, it's... If there's anything you specifically want us to, like, touch on in these last few episodes, because you just need to hear what we have to say... About some Glee thing. I don't think thing. anyone ever has wanted, has needed that, but I appreciate the. Just reach out to us. Yes. At our email, SNMHakeLee or Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah, sorry. Our email is SNMHakeLee at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at SNMHakeLee. Yep. And you can reach us either of those. Reach us there. And, um,. You know, stay tuned for the these last few episodes. I'll try to get my energy back up for those unless, you know. Unless they're of. really bad. Unless they're, like, really if they're, bad. If they're really bad, I am just going to lay on this couch completely silent and catatonic <laughs> the entire episode. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, we're really close. Um, and we have to go back to fucking 2009. So, until next week when we discuss this for sure going to be a train wreck of an episode. I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. Ba, da, 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 da.